Who uh, who's going to start? Shall I shall I say hello and start, or do you want to do it? We can both do it together. Just say yeah. hello, and I'll say hello. Hello, hello, okay. hello, hello. Okay, starting from no. Hello. Hello, Mark. Hello. Hello. We're back. Hello. 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 We're back. Hello, hello and hello. goodbye. Didn't, didn't the Beatles write a song about that? We're back. Hello to you, dear listeners. Um, and uh, Mark and I are back in the hot seat after having a a long and fruitful summer. Uh, we've had a we had a bit of a sabbatical. I think we I think yeah. we exhausted most of the topic areas. Um, funnily enough, now Zach, a lot of people are cross referencing those topics that we covered um, after the fact. But we are we yeah. are back with a new series called Real Time. Oh, Real Life, Real Time. I'm getting confused. Real Life. And the idea of that is we're going to sort of review some of the integral aspects of our daily lives and um, how we engage, interact, how we feel about them from a different perspective, um, in the sense of, well, what do we mean by different perspectives, Zach? What do we mean by that? Well, the, the perspectives are, the wrong teeth in, but the perspectives <laughs> of how we see the world through our own unique um, set of eyes and, and imaginations. Um, and um, also what, the things that we've been taught, the things that we've learnt along the way, ideas that have been fed into us and experiences that we've had over the years that that informs our view um and of course those those views can be challenged because some of the things we've learned through mistakes and we change our perspective through things that maybe have not gone the way we wanted them to other things we have been fed information and you could use the word conditioned and that informs our perspective as well um and what we do, um, we do on all of our podcasts, is that we we approach each each subject from our own perspectives, but also we try and find some sort of balance and truth uh, within that as well, um, and challenge each other really to to see because we're very aware that one of us isn't right and one of us isn't wrong. It just is a different point of view, and I think that's what makes this podcast quite unique. It's not only is it two men talking about an emotional perspectives and life, um, which um, when you go down the pub, most men don't want to talk about, um, but also that we are choosing to talk about difficult subjects at times. Um, so that's my um, my take on it. Um, how would you, uh, what's your perspective? I, I go along with that, Zach. I think we should cut straight into it, don't you? Yeah, I, I agree so. with you. I yeah. agree with you. What are we going to talk about today, Zach? Well, today, um, well, originally we were going to talk about reinvention um, and how we go through life. We change, we regenerate, we do things. But I think what we wanted to, what it led us to when we were discussing it was looking at school and kind of going back to school um, in our minds, obviously not in reality, because I think we'd stand out. I don't wear shorts very often anymore. Um, only on Tuesdays. <laughs> exactly. Only on Tuesdays when it's cold. Um, and kind of, you know, how has school informed us and what experience did we have? Uh, I mean, is it was it a good experience, a bad experience? We all we all as as we've 
with our perspectives, everybody sees their school through a different lens and how they were treated informs um, your view on it as well. So, yeah, we're kind of going back in time. In So real time, real life and back in time. We're going back to the future or to the past. So, yeah. So, Mark, would you like, have, have you got, is there any sort of particular thing that stands out? Oh, God, there's so many in regard to school. I and mean, school is formative for, for everyone. Everyone's got their own, as you said, experiences with that. For me, um, as well, that actually was the period that things, I think, started to become very challenging. Um, again, this is a sort of a weird and wonderful story of, of changing circumstances. So my parents uh, sent my brother and I to private school when we were wee bands, when we were nippers and we didn't know any different. And um, I think it was all very much about uniforms and procedures mm. and titles and behaviours and all of this sort of thing. And I remember it was very quite sort of quite regimented. Um, you know, we had school colours and I used to quite, you know, the sporting, the, the, the fields and the facilities were fantastic, you know, really top draw. So representing your school at sports was, was quite a thing. Um, but it was all about surnames and, you know, this sort of old school type for, format. Um, it was what it was, I suppose. We all just adapted and, you know, we had, um, my brother and I, we had nice friends and I think we had quite a reasonably good time there. Um, there were one or two people that uh, I wouldn't mind bumping into again on a rainy day. Um, but other than that, no, I mean, generally it was fine. I think where things started to really become an issue was that for, uh, yeah, family issues, we had to move. We had to change the type of school we went to and the environment, which was, I think we we're about 11, quite, quite a you know, important time. And uh, so I went from everything sort of being nice and well laid out and organized and structured and, um, yeah, a bit bossy, a bit regimental to mayhem. Um, and that was just, I mean, that took me, I would say, the entirety of my secondary school time adapting in various ways, uh, which toughened me up. There's no problem about that. Um, but academically it went right out the window out the window and it's not by chance I went back back to school later in life because I spent I think the majority of my time literally being an outsider through that you know pub, private school into a secondary school that you know that they didn't put up with any of that nonsense mm. um there were I think about four or five of us at different periods of time that arrived at this school which is it happened turned out it had on uh, in the in the early years had a very good grammar school reputation and then i think the format or the structure of that school went was changed and it became a free-for-all and that was like i think the year i joined that school um and it was just chaos and everyone for themselves and really you went from you know tea and scones and holding your hand and showing you the right way to 
Oi, mate, don't push me or I'll do you. You know, it's like, what? Kind of really two different worlds. So I had to spend, I think, the next four or five years surviving yeah. fights, uh, acting in a certain way, yeah. behaving towards other people in a certain way. It was just survival on a daily basis. And, and to make it even worse, to make it even worse, we lived over the road from the school. So every day I felt <laughs> like I was just being observed. Yeah. It was just, I was on my, I was on my, living on my, on my wits or my nerves from morning till noon. I came back. I think I was always quite an optimistic, playful, joyful kind of character. That school smashed the living, you know, <laughs> the Jesus out of me in every shape and form. Awesome. It probably did me a lot of good as well, but ah, oh, I was, I was, I was, you know. I think by the time I got to, on top of it all, it was time to leave. Mm -hmm. And I left with virtually no qualifications because it was just, it was just horrendous. Meanwhile, I would say this before I flip it over to you, was that the people that came from a different perspective that already were in that kind of school system, the ones that were, let's say, academically inclined or had a focus or a goal, didn't have to really adapt because they already were in that system before joining the secondary school, apart from obviously getting to know new faces. Um, and they did very well academically. But if you came in from another, from another point of view, from another environment, it was um, initiation after initiation mm. after, oh, yeah, tough. So that really did strengthen me in lots of ways. Um, but in other ways, it, you know, I lost my education. I, and, and it was a good school in terms of education. It was just the environment was just mm. pork and cheese from the other one. You know, it was really different. And I found it very, you know, being, being sensitive guys that we are, yeah. I found it very, very difficult. I was like on, on defence yeah. I walked into the building. And in fact, before. So that was my, you know, kind of yeah. overview of my school days. What about you, Zach? How did you find things? Well, um, similar to you, actually. I, I didn't. I, I went to a comprehensive school. Um, went to the same one from. Well, primary school was okay. Then, in Kent, we do the eleven plus, so you get chance to go to grammar school. Or you, uh, I failed the eleven plus, so I went to the comprehensive. And it was at the time it was the roughest school in the area, um, and. Uh, I knew some people that went there and they were quite rough and tough people. And I thought, my goodness me, what, what, what's going to happen? And of course I turned up in a blazer and the tie and immediately got picked on for wearing a blazer and the tie and all that sort of thing. So the blazer lasted one day and that was it. I don't think I ever wore it again. Um, and uh, it was, it was pretty rough. Um, people getting their heads put down the toilets and get your money nicked at the tuck shop, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but I learned very quickly because, because I, I'm, I can be quite funny and I don't mind making a fool of myself. I learned very quickly to get the tough people on my side so that if ever I did get into some trouble, there would be people around and I would just make them laugh. That's, that would be my defense mechanism would be to make them laugh so that they're on my side. So, if if somebody started picking on me, I'd just go and have to tell someone, and then 
hey presto it's like having my own little little gang of thieves of you know whatever they are penelope pit stop whatever that is um so i kind of again learned how to survive you learned how to survive in your environment and i'm not sure whether that prepares you for life or or not it does i think it does i think it does and i think the problem is unfortunately that if you are of a sensitive nature Mm. as obviously we are um it has a much bigger impact i mean there's people that just go through life with rhino skin almost i mean they probably didn't start that way but you know, life lessons and all that. They yeah. sort of just family as well. Yes, um, I think I. I think I've always said this, and I'm, and for those of you listening, I do apologise for sort of repeating the same thing time and time again. But it does go back to family, and I've witnessed I've witnessed so many different families and how they bring their kids. Up. Sometimes I've just been in awe about how. Um, open the household is mm. in terms of communicating and explaining uh, why things are the way they are and so the kids generally understand believe and accept but ours was like um just a bag of double standards hypocrisy um no real foundation i don't think that my parents really did it you know they didn't do it with intention it's just what the way mm. they were also brought up in their own issues in life but basically there was no real support or understanding or real engagement in what we were doing just sort of get on with it and as long as everything's good we, we're happy and if it's not then we can't really help you one way or the other sort of thing so it really were did feel like I was cut adrift um yeah that's part and of, of course life, I think the other issue is when you look into the into the how your life is with your own children which we yeah. both have and how They've also had their own storylines, but I think because of my my ex now um, was such a solid mum, and she had experience from other children from a previous marriage, that she was well equipped when it came to Olivia, you know, to my daughter. And um, so, you know, of course, I also learned from this new experience as well, and was very keen that she was emotionally supported. Mm. Um, which has been the case from you know mm. both of our sides, but we both had to learn, you know, my ex and myself, we had to learn our own ways. So it does teach you a lot, but I think it would be so much better if, well, I don't know what it's like now, but the teachers would have picked up on these sort of things and become like a yeah. mentor or a support system so they can find out, you know, what's going on with you and, show you the way but of course there's so many thousands of kids it's it's yes. not easy to do it's um yeah it's the emotional intelligence we're not really taught emotional intelligence there's a lot i mean i was very good at drama and music and stuff like that things that i was interested in uh but geography and maths and they were just like a different different world but i would have been far you know we we had a, we had this thing called life skills but it didn't actually teach you about life it was just about um understanding what signs are and you know what are the this is the health and safety standard sign and let's but actually life skills should be about dealing with your emotions and um why do you behave the way that you do let's question these sort of things it should be a specific yeah. lesson in itself yeah i mean of course life skills um 
financial skills, all yeah. the things that we need in life, we don't get taught. But I, I'm, I'm not too down on that. I think ultimately, you know, the schools I went to in terms of education, even though I didn't really engage that much in the, in the latter years, unfortunately. But what it did do, you have to look at the positives and the, and the negatives. The positives, mm-hmm. it basically made me curious. Yeah. And there was a point, I think there was a saying, whether we've used this in the podcast before, I don't know. But when, in a metaphoric experience, um, in a metaphoric way, when the student is ready, the teacher presents himself or herself. Um, and in my case, that definitely happened. Um, as I said, that I gave guest lectures when I was in Budapest. I gave yeah. guest lectures to um, you know to the undergraduates who were keen to hear like real life business stories and you know um so that kind of got me back into it again and it yeah. taught me that actually i've got a lot to share but also i've got a lot to learn and i wanted to and i think when you want to when you're ready as it happens i had a ready made package available for me you know that i could go in share my real life business experiences and in turn which was perverse and strange they opened the door to me to further my studies again. What about you, dear listener? What um, what are you uh, thinking on this subject? How was your experience at school? Um, you can send us some comments below in our Facebook group, or you can send us some comments in our YouTube page and the chat box. Yeah. We would love to know what you think. Um, and was your experience similar or was it worse or was it better? Did you excel? And what 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 are your you know, what are your learnings from this experience? What did it, how did it impact you in terms of your mm. career or your parenting skills or your, or what did it do? Did you leave early? Did you disappear? Did you go traveling? Um, uh, you know, I think it, I look back now, I think I've, I must have led a, a very fortunate three or four lives already. I mean, I've done a lot of things. I suppose in many ways, the, the school experience pushed me out into the world mm. um, sooner. And I, I sample, I think that's the thing here for me. I don't know about, I'm going to read, uh, I'm going to throw this out to you, the listener, because I think I've become a specialist sampler of life. I don't think I've been like some people who've been consistent at one thing for 20, 30 years. And I'm throwing that out because it is a bit of a rarity. I think I went to university. I I managed to talk my way into university, my first opportunity to do that. God only knows how I was offered two or three options. I took one. And after the first year, I realized because of my varied life path up until that point, I wasn't cut out for it. I wasn't ready. And so I enjoyed that first year and then I left and then I went traveling and I never went back again until later in life. Um, So I've sampled the feeling of being the first year, you know, the fresher, the graduate, the, you know, all the fresh and exciting bits. I, I gobbled all that up. But when it came to actually studying, I was like, I'm not ready for this. (laughs) I'm not ready for this. So I've done that through life. And so I've seen and done and traveled and experienced loads of things, but I haven't really stuck at anything. And it wasn't until I think Olivia came along that that changed 
onwards. So I want to throw that out to you. Have uh, listeners out there, if you've got any similar stories, how school has impacted on your life? Did it make you more diligent about how you approach things? Or did you become a sampler like me or a comedian like Zach? What, 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 what did it do for you? Because I think that's what we want to learn about from these discussions. Yeah, share with you. most definitely we do. And uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash hip not to be square. Or um, if you're watching this on YouTube, there will be a comment section underneath. Just stick a comment in and we'd love to hear from you. Um, and that's about it for this week. That about wraps us up. Well, Zach, before you go racing off into the uh, ether, what, oh pray, what is coming up on our next podcast? Because we were told before, you're rabbiting on, rabbiting on, and you're not sharing with us what's coming up. We don't know what's coming up. So, oh, we've got, Zach, we've got some exciting things coming just, up. Just well, the next one. We don't have to go down the whole list. Just the next one. Okay, well, the next one, we've got um, um, Rebellion is the title of our next um, episode. So we will be talking about that, perhaps from a school perspective. But as usual with us, we tend to um, drift and um, start. Time is time is meaningless. When we talk about school, we could be talking about just yesterday. Okay, Zach, I think I think you've over you've over podcasted it. I think you're ah, starting to ramble to sizzle over there. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So that is it. Um, thank you for listening this week. It's lovely to be back and um, we will see you next time for our next episode. Right. For a session on rebellion, right? We're going to talk yeah. about rebellion. Rebellion. Yeah. We'll get cooking on that one. Nice. Anyway, really enjoyed it as always, Zach. Lovely to speak with you and, and lovely you. to speak with you listeners. And please do, you know, send us your messages on YouTube, Facebook or wherever you can find us, please. We'd love to hear from you. And of course, what we do, which we did before, is even read some of them out and get you involved because that's what we want to do. Indeed. Well, it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye from him. And we will see you next time. All the best. Bye. Bye.